0: Let's take a closer look then at today's newspapers. Um, Jonathan, where would you like to start? Should we start with well,
1: sleaze? Well, I suppose we better had, hadn't we? Yes, in all its many aspects, which mm. seems to have uh, come out over the weekend and particularly today. So uh, sleaze is the sort of catch-all title, but there's lots of different stories on uh, assorted papers, uh, mostly uh, about um, uh, the uh, Tory party doing things that uh, really... Mm, you sure you want to do that? Mm. Um, uh, I do wonder whether it's been a right old scramble on the part of the uh, the newspaper investigators in the last few days since all of that happened last week to, to see, well, in the, if, if they're doing that, they must be doing something else. Let's see what we can find out. Or if they already had it, and um, they were just waiting for the opportunity, some of them, particularly the sort of left-leaning papers, uh, may have had this in reserve and let's wait for the, for the day and the day has arrived,
0: Yeah, maybe. possibly. I think it's a bit of both, actually. And uh, it's, it's all just being done in plain sight, really, isn't it? But it is starting... I'm just getting a feeling that conversations about the government are starting to shift a little bit. Um, and people asking questions, you know, is this the end of, of the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson? Can he survive this? Uh, you know, What are his motivations? Personally, my personal point of view is I think Boris Johnson has had enough. Uh, I think he can see the outlook over the next couple of years. He doesn't like the look of it and he doesn't want to be in charge or, or get the blame.
1: Oh, could be
0: right, but he can't bring mm. he can't actually bring himself to resign. So uh, well, that's just my view. Uh, could be, you know, I could be way off beam. Who knows?
1: Mm, other opinions are available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's an interesting one on the Guardian. Okay, so the Guardian is one of those aforementioned left leaning papers. Uh, new rule could bar MPs from consultancy roles. Mm. Um, this is um, in, in the fairly small print. It's not their major story. Their major one seems to be. Big bird. Hmm. Anyway, but um, this uh, uh, consultancy one, uh, the uh, the Common Standards Committee which, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that the one that the Tories wanted to actually get rid of last week, Um, uh, are debating or considering whether to actually prevent MPs from doing the sort of things that Owen Paterson was doing altogether. In other words, they can't take money from any sort of other company while they're an MP. I wonder if that was the underlying reason why all of that happened last week.
0: Uh, do you know, I, I don't think it is. I think the reason it happened last week is that the Standards watchdog is about to start investigating Boris Johnson again, mm. and uh, he didn't he didn't fancy it.
1: Hmm, maybe. Possibly. That's an interesting, <laughs> little ty- typo, uh, interesting little typo in the Guardian article um, before it refers you to page four. We've got the first couple of paragraphs. And um, could affect more than 30 parliamentarians earning between 180000 and hundreds of pounds a year. Oh. Not quite sure they mean exactly that. No, I think um, so something slipped in the word processing there, possibly. It's
0: interesting. I again, personal opinion. I think they should be barred from all outside jobs. If you're going to be an MP, you should dedicate yourself 100% to being an MP. And whether the pay for a basic MP needs to be reviewed, well, of course, everybody's going to have a view on that. So that's a separate uh, conversation. But uh, interestingly, I had a chat and. I I won't name the person, but a Buckinghamshire MP a few years ago now. And uh, they said to me, "What, what, so you think my role is to represent constituents? No, 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 no. My role is to be a legislator. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and and I have laid out my position on all of these key issues and you either vote for me or you don't vote for me. And once once I've got my seat, I am a legislator um, and it's my team that sort of deal with constituency matters, but I am not here to represent constituents
1: oh controversial mm, lot. yeah, yeah. should we leave that there and move on because yes. otherwise we could still be talking about this at 10 o'clock
0: yes yes
1: yeah um cop 26 is still going on oh yeah <laughs> another week yet <laughs> yes it, it's, it's been sort of slightly shunted off the front pages by everything else that's going on but the eye have got a, a gorgeous headline good cop bad cop oh yeah they've had that in reserve you can see they've been dying for the opportunity haven't they uh but it's their analysis of Um, pages 10 to 13. How successful has the conference been so far? And I think they're sort of laying out their stall in addition by uh, putting a, a link in the same panel to page 26. Want climate change? Do it yourself. Mm, OK, so that tells tells us what the I think then, doesn't it?
0: Yes, it does, rather. Um, also, today on the political front, there is another vote on the Lord's Amendment to this bill about pumping raw sewage into mm. our rivers and into the sea. Um, there's been a lot of coverage of that on social media over the weekend and people naming their MPs and saying, you know how we want you to vote on this today. So that's going to be across the front pages tomorrow. Um, but also, uh, on on, or sort of a rivers and sea related matter on the eye, why we need to eat algae inside on page 38. It, now, it's funny this because I don't eat any seafood. I don't eat seaweed or anything like that, but I've got no problem with eating algae.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Part, part of the problem, I suspect, might be the image and, and the thought of doing it. If you, if you were at it without realising or if it looked like something else that you yeah. did like then i think a lot of people would have much less difficulty with it
0: yeah i mean the picture on the eye looks like it just looks like a pile of greens
1: hm yeah and so we don't have a problem with um broccoli no or, uh, yeah well some people do have more of a problem than others but um, you know that that looks like a a plant doesn't it yeah yeah hmm not much more to say about that. Really, not really, where
0: would you like uh, to go next?
1: I'd like to go to the Times and a gorgeous picture of a 1902 Moors on the London to Brighton veteran car run yesterday. It was the 125th anniversary of the event which itself was um, uh, in, initiated to uh, celebrate the lifting of the speed limit from 4 miles an hour to 14 miles an hour <laughs> in 1896, which I, I think 14 miles an hour would uh, would probably quite be quite scary on a 1902 moors because it is your actual horseless carriage isn't it yes 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 but it makes me wonder It's make me wonder um where do they get the petrol from for those cars do they actually just pull into the nearest bp or whatever and um, can, can you actually run something like that on modern fuel or does it have to be special fuel even though it is still classed as petrol yeah I don't know. I have no idea, but um, I'm I'm thinking that as electric cars get more prevalent and petrol stations get rarer, the the number of car- vehicles that have to have special arrangements mm. will will have to um, increase and get newer. So uh, it, it'll come to the point where my thirty three year old motorbike is classed as an historic vehicle. Yeah,
0: much like its rider. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm not lumping a 1980s Honda in with this 1902 Moors on the front of the Times, but there may come a day when they are actually lumped together as being historic and therefore special cases. And um, I'm sort of wondering whether that will actually happen or will we just turn around one day and realise that it has happened?
0: I have no idea, no no idea on that at all. But interestingly, I was looking at some photos over the weekend from the 1920s of electric cars. Mm, A row yeah. of electric cars all parked up and all plugged into some sort of gadget, uh, which was recharging them. And I think, you know, how did that technology disappear for, for 60, 80 years and then come back now? Why weren't we developing that technology from the 1920s? Because we could all have been driving electric vehicles for the last, you know, 50 years.
1: Yep. yep. I have no answer to that.
0: OK, let's... I, I don't know. Let's move on, shall we, to The Telegraph. And uh, the former health secretary, Matt Hancock, is on the front page uh, this morning. Um, now, this week, the rule comes in about care home staff and uh, they will lose their jobs if, they, if they're if they not up to date with vaccinations. Um, and... There was talk of bringing this in right across the NHS, but there's been some pushback and that is now coming in in the spring. But Matt Hancock is saying we should jab the NHS staff before winter hits. Now, I, I you know, I, I, it's a complicated one, this. I'm not going to express a view on it. But uh, just to say that he's back, we thought we'd seen the last of him.
1: Can I express a view then? Go on. Call, call me cynical, but I think it's Matt Hancock saying I told you so.
0: Yes, could well be, could.
1: yeah, you see you didn't have to sack me after all <laughs> yeah. i could have I could have sorted this out, it would have been all right if I'd still been in charge, et yes, cetera, and yes, so on and yes, so on, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, last um, one from me, a very quick one on the Daily Mail New fears over microplastics in your home um, And this is a step on, I think, from microfibres Because there are washing machines now That will collect the microfibres that come off your clothes To stop them all being flushed into the river or the sea But this is about microplastics I think this is, is suddenly mushroomed into a, a much, much bigger story So it's one mm. to watch
1: Yes, and the Mail are the only paper that's uh, carrying that one, and yet they haven't marked it as exclusive, interestingly. Uh, Similar sort of story for the Daily Star, that they've got something that no other paper has got but haven't called it exclusive. But when you find out what it is, you'll understand why. Uh, National Rail, according to the Daily Star, are laying on special trains to make sure we don't run out of wine at Christmas.
0: (laughs) fantastic (laughs) jolly good that's us sorted then and those are today's front pages thank you sir